Sweat Equity Podcast. Ooh, it's football time. Getting those pre-roll ads in. Hashtag girthy RI. Hashtag 69P2B. Hashtag take a knee, bitch. We're on iTunes, Spotify. Tell your friends. Tell loved one. Five star. Subscribe. Rate. Review. Write a little something in that review if you're going to make the 69 second venture to give us a little love. Only take 69 seconds. Hey, 69's coming back in a good way, in a funny way. I'm going to show some love. I'm going to 69 our sponsors right now with Grasshopper Business Phone Line. Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Get $50 off a phone line for your business. Don't be a jabroni. Don't have a Google voice number. Get that set. Don't have your personal number, for God's sake. Jeez, I forgot Dear about that. God, no. Oh, man, because I be anybody who calls me and I, leaves a weird message, I reverse Google that number. I want to see who that is. I don't want you don't want that to be your personal phone number. Yeah. Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. $50 off helps this podcast out. Fresh books. Go freshbooks.com forward slash sweat. Like he sweat. Get your uh, books going. Direct deposit. We're going to tease a little banking talk business banking talk at the top of the show yeah real hot real pragmatic but my big thing is uh zero and quickbooks they do not direct deposit one business day sometimes they can take up to five sometimes up to ten i need my money depending on the bank depending on which software you use but gofreshbooks.com has direct deposit in one day that's gofreshbooks.com forward slash sweat last Sponsor of the show, Warby Parker, warbyparkertrial.com forward slash sweat. The glasses I am wearing, if you're watching us on YouTube, Vimeo, uh, your Game Boy, uh, Sega, CD. what was the handheld Sega one? Sega CD. What was the handheld one? Uh, the Vita? No, that's a PlayStation. Vita. Sega. What, what, oh. just named, like pastas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, elbows. Shit. No. Uh, Sega okay. ravioli. All right. Warby Parker. WarbyParkerTrial.com forward slash sweat. Don't get ripped off by the big conglomerate, big glasses. There's a company that owns 97% of all eyeglass, sunglass wear. That's why you pay a lot. They own the insurance companies. They own everything except for this disruptor called WarbyParkerTrial.com forward slash sweat. And lastly, uh, we've got the Incremental Podcast. Oh, yeah. er- Eric's doing his uh, his wellness chats. Oh, man, you called me out. Now I got to do another one. You got to do another one. Once you make it real. I've got my college football podcast, the triple option, 3XO, 3XOPod.com on your FM dial. And then if you want production services in the Tampa Bay area, that's Sweat Lodge, Dot Studio. If you need digital services, you're a digital ad agency in Tampa or elsewhere around the country, 65% of our clients are outside of the Tampa Bay area. Go to Tokabaga, T-O-C-O-B-A dot G-A. We're inside that office. We're inside the sweat lodge. Let's do this, motherfucker. What about my sweat equity? Oh! He's dead now. That's how you do a read, bitch. My sweat equity. Woo! Feeling like Terry Tate, office linebacker. Unappreciated in its time. Look, for a guy who can't read very well, that was pretty doggone good. Yeah, great. Even good though job. I should know this all by heart. Yeah, were you actually reading it, though? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He actually did, everybody. Yeah, I'm trying to prepare in everything in life. The, uh, when you What you do for uh, anything is how you do everything. There's wow. a Richard Rohr statement. That is the most all-encompassing statement I think I've how ever heard. How you do anything... Is how you do everything. 
Okay. You know, it's a it's a good thing to think about, right? A spiritual thing. It's oh. one of those things where I feel like people who litter is like it's a tell about them. Oh well, yes. Right. Okay. So it goes the other way. I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure. If you you know you don't care about the little area around you, you probably don't care about the bigger area around you. Right. It's a Richard Rohr statement. He's a theologian. He's like an eighty year old monk. I heard him on uh, Pete Holmes's podcast. I thought it's interesting. He's got a book called Go Down the Hill Moses or something like that. I bought it, and never read it. Ooh. I but to I was in, chicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You like that Old Testament stuff? Yeah. Um, <laughs> behind the glass, John Paul Lombardo. Champagneac uh, <laughs> pictures. Thank you. Yep. No problem. How you feeling, buddy? I'm feeling good, guys. I want to follow that up. That intro was epic. Thank you. I want to follow up from last last episodes. Uh, have you figured out your list of lists? Have we? Uh, oh, I've been killing the lists. What? Good for you. What's so? Tell us about it. I think that's part of the show I mean, is progress, right? Or regress? Or digress? Yeah. No, I mean, I think I wake up with a clearer mind. It's just, it's been a joy to wake up. <laughs> Because all I got to do is check the list. You didn't think I was going to ask you anything, did you? Uh, Just wait, being no. alive is a joy <laughs> now? I wake no, up. No, I mean, seriously. I love it. I wake up with I purpose exactly now? I exactly what to do. Well, uh, and it's check the list. How about this? How about this? Uh, <laughs> uh, how about this? God, how long did it take you just to get it organized? I'm, I'm betting not as long as it felt like beforehand, right? Yeah, it took me probably like half the day. But that's years but of lists. It was a big pile of trash. Dude, I left. End. You guys were about to start going over it. Eric was helping you. He got roped in, it looked like. I didn't do much. You're a good friend. You you humored it for at least 10 minutes I saw. I, I just changed all the... Like, I wanted him to he help. He wrote it all on the big whiteboard, and then I changed some of the stuff to hope that he would notice and then like put like, you know funny things changing words around you know to explicit things and then i had to tell him and i told him so yeah like, did it, you see it doesn't have to be drab you can make some some fun dad yeah. jokes on the whiteboard yeah well they were way more explicit than dad jokes believe you if me. he wouldn't have told me i yeah. would have written it down for sure <laughs> copied it down I word was, for word well i was thinking about it this morning i was like i wonder if <clears throat> any progress has been made now the hard part is like just reminding yourself to keep that kind of discipline up. Yeah, it's for gonna, sure. you're going to need six You know weeks. what I've really um, been trying to do is the list is temporary. Like, I'm going to bust that list out this month, and I'm going to show you all the things crossed off, and it's going to feel so good. <laughs> yeah, Shove no, it in look. your face. I get it, man. You guys say congratulations. Good job. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah, you don't have to be aggressive about it. But uh, unless that's what motivates you, then come at us. We don't care. Eric, I yep. mean, you saw me crumbling up the list and throwing them up, throw them all in a pile. <laughs> yeah, that was his. It uh, felt really good. His satisfaction for it. Look, I got a lot. I get like gold. I call it like a gold star for yourself. Like you shouldn't need this recognition as an adult, but you know, like we all kind of do. It's uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs kind of thing. No, yeah, you definitely need it. But I like, woke up. Anytime I wake up early, like I feel like I should, I'm like. I'm going to tell Eric I woke up. 
I woke up early today. Let me Twitter this real quick. I, well, I got up at 4.30 and it got a lot done. And then like one of those things of like, I had all these papers all over the place. They were in here for a while. I just took them home because I was like, I'll do this while I'm watching the fantasy report at night or something like that. It took me fucking 15 minutes to get it all organized. It was yeah. like a joke. Right. I, I can't believe I kept shoving that off. It always is. It was like from 5.45 a.m. to 6 a.m. I was doing that. It's incredibly powerful, the uh, clean area around you, how that changes, at least for me, my mindset. Like, if things are dirty around me and I have stuff to do, like, it, there's just, it's less. It's le- not as enjoyable. It's, it's, I can't, if it's cleaner, I will enjoy my life way more than having clutter everywhere and all that. I mean. Did you have this in college when you had to study for a big test or something? So I had a roommate that he was like, I got to clean the whole place up. And by the whole place, he means his room and some of the areas he hangs out in, but not the whole place. Right. Uh, he had to hit like three gravity bongs mm-hmm. while doing it. But he, he's like, I got to clean up everything here so I can study. I'm like, whatever you got to do, man. Yeah. No. Ed, I you're the man. Yeah, Congrats on your uh, engagement, by the way. But uh, <laughs> I was never there. No. If, but I'm saying like uh, when I was at Auburn, he was like, I got, and he got it in my head that now I do that sometimes if I'm like, all right, I got to sit down and do this like thing that I know is going to take an hour or two of just focusing. Yeah. Sometimes I'll have to be like, I got to just spend 10 minutes and physically clean up shit. Yeah, well, there's a fine line between making an excuse for not <laughs> right. doing what you're That's supposed what to be doing and like actually like doing something beneficial. So which one are you doing, people? Right, right. Ask yourself. And if you cleaned up a little bit every day, it's not like you had to do it. Right. right. Then, kind of but thing. it also might not be as satisfying. Yeah, there is something real dirty to clean. I was daydreaming about, oh, it'd be awesome to have a cleaning service again. I had one like four years ago, and then I was like, you know what? There's something to having to do that, like maybe never ever having one ever again. Yeah. I don't know. I was going back and forth on that. Just like, it'd be good to have it, but maybe that makes me weaker. Definitely makes you weaker. Your immune system, at least. You're not cleaning up all the germs. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. That's good for you. Dude, I eat. I eat stuff off the ground all the time. I'm not I eat floor food. Yeah, floor food guy. I I'm not dirty, but uh, I don't believe in five second rule. No, whatever. You're by the way, you know that doesn't that doesn't exist. Once it hits the ground, once it touches, it's dirty. I don't or whatever. Uh, it is. I think they did a study no. that says that it Have might. We thought actually... about this before. Okay, I mean, think about. I feel it. like we've talked about this on the show. Maybe, and I was probably right. The oh, if you think about very passive aggressive, I mean, something having contact time is going to matter how infested it could get. You know, yep. you drop a, a roll of paper towels into some water and you grab it real quick. It's going to have okay. less saturation talking, than food. Look, on I'm the, talking it, your normal like you drop a Cheeto on the dry ground. Right. I'm, five second rule is basically reserved for dry on dry crime. I, I think I a, a good rule of thumb is the. It's better to get it up quicker, no matter what. Don't let it sit there for a week that, and then I think eat the that's your, uh, emotional. I think if we look it up, I'm pretty sure the five second rule doesn't really exist. All right, Google it. Does the rule only apply in your house? <laughs> what about outside your house? No, I wasn't even thinking of any setting. I was just thinking, I'll eat shit off the fucking parking lot ground. I don't care. Or no. Not. Yeah, I don't care. There's a difference between five the, second the rule ground only and the floor in your house. Yeah, I'm not scared. Ooh. That reminds me, I have to pay for my parking uh, while we're talking, so I don't get a towed or a ticket. Um, well, what you got? A, you got, I a, got jag. a ticket the other day. You did? See? Cool. Yep. 
$40. I got so excited about the show, I almost forgot. So, uh, somebody conducted. I'm just going to read straight off of WebMD and then hopefully the end of this well, paragraph makes me right. So, um, there was a scientific study of the five second rule. High school senior Jillian Clark, excuse me, doesn't <laughs> matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter, blah blah blah. Julian blah, 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 the blah. floors. We examined the swabs. They're just talking about how they did it. I don't care. Does, uh, it, does it make done. me right? The or results no? were the same. Uh, Man, I got price gouges um, Dynamic pricing. Interesting. Uh, you know, parking rates will go up or Uber surge and stuff, and you're like, what? Why? I don't get it. I'm looking, okay, just from cursory reading, I think you might be right. And I'm like, oh, hotty toddy. Goddamn almighty. Yes, sir. Go ahead, put it on the board. I don't care. Feels good. Put it on the scoreboard. Um, uh, this is a good day today. Yeah. John Paul and I are feeling it. You're not. That's okay. You're showing the dad you guns off. Food off the floor. You kick puppies. Uh, that's another thing. <laughs> that's, and Barb, that was, I don't kick puppies. That was my favorite. <laughs> so you had your dog Polly. You showed a video of it running through the house, and I was like, I wonder if I can get someone uh, in this comment chain upset that <laughs> it made it look like you're a puppy kicker, right? Well, okay, so I posted a video I online. I so fucking hard to My myself. dog, we have a doggy door, and the dog got into some mud while we were gone and ran all over the house and destroyed the house, and I posted it. By the way... It took me five minutes the, to phrase it correctly. The, number of, like, the amount of reactions you get <laughs> online from something shitty happening to you compared to like something nice happening to you, it's like yeah. unbelievably sure. skewed. Yeah, because um, we have FOMO, but we're not excited about... We're envious, right? Right. <clears throat> or jealous. Ooh, you want to see people fail. That's fine. That's why I put it up there. Make it feel no, good about yourself. I'm saying we as the royal we. Uh, I'm saying like, but the failures are fun to commiserate in. Yeah. Anyway. Plus, everybody's got, when it's a dog, it just, it's so much better because I know someone's going to take it somewhere terrible and no one did. So I had to. I know. Thank you for that. And yeah. now I hope like you go to Thanksgiving and she's like, Eric, what is this about kicking your dog? I, I mean, I can't believe at this point Aunt Barb's still <laughs> falling for these things, but just so you know. I'm sorry, Aunt Barb. I haven't ever kicked a dog. I did. And it's even better. Her name's Aunt Barb. <laughs> like, it's so perfect. It's the perfect it's choice. Like, yep. If name you, to give me a shit about kicking the dog. If I had sure. to improv like a Midwestern aunt of some sort, it's Aunt Barb. Yep. I know. So Whoa, I put like, Eric, Barb. just don't, please don't, please don't, <laughs> please don't kick the dog this time. <laughs> That's all I put or something like that. Yeah. And then she <laughs> fell for the bait. Yeah, fell she, for the uh, Facebook comment you know, bait. Chastised hey, me online. Great. Look, we're 35 year old men. Yeah, we're on Facebook. All right. Yeah. I don't know why. Youngsters on Facebook. You got some uh, hot bank talk. That I teased in the in the intro. Oh man! Let I want to hear this rage. I, well, dude. Okay, yesterday, so I was going to make a cash deposit for Forest Hills Dental. Went yesterday to Bank of America around three o'clock. They're known for their customer service, right? It's there's. I walk in and there's I don't know fourteen people in line. It's it's a the place where you feel valued. Yeah, like, where you don't feel like a, a like just a just a cog dude, in a wheel. There's. Every Bank of America I've ever been to has at least like four slots for tellers. <laughs> Two of them are working yesterday. Mm -hmm. 
in the same slot. Like, One of them's like looking over their shoulder, like scratching their heads, and there's 14 people. I'm like, fuck this. this is almost I'll like come back tomorrow. 90s DMV jokes. Exactly. From stand up. Right, but without any fun punchlines. What's the deal with the DMV? On top of, they don't do drive through tellers anymore. All they do, they just put up frosted glass. Everything is a big sign. You got to come inside or do it through the ATM now. Like, oh, oh, I yeah, I've seen. I've they seen. just don't have. It's like, oh, all right. They have a, they have like a video teller that's not in the actual bank or something like that. I've seen that. Well, most of I them used to be just straight up like block it off. Like, nope, we don't. We, there's nothing happening here. What do you mean? Like they just there's nothing. The the tubes are all shut down. They just make you either go through the ATM and do your deposits like a jabroni there, or go inside. Yeah, I mean. Do we? We don't really need that person anymore, do we? I mean, for me, I would have liked to have been able to deposit cash from my window of my car without having to stand there like an asshole. I'm not. I'm on your side, but you can't do that from the car, right? No. Yeah. That's what I'm saying you can. Yeah, you can. I've I've thrown twenties in there. Like I I came back from the thunder from down under when I was a sub there. And Are you talking about on the ATM deposit? Yeah, you thing? can deposit cash. It was it was a lot of cash that I didn't want. Yeah, to I know. Putting, I don't trust it. I wasn't going to be putting. I wanted to you know get a receipt. You from get a receipt, but yeah, I got gotcha. you. But but my point is is like no, I I got so pissed. I was looking up how much the uh, Bank of America CEO made last year. Twenty six and a half million dollar salary per year. You worth it. Brian Moynihan, asshole. They brought in $110 billion. And that's when you know year. you're dad mad when you're like, I'm going to look up I'm the gonna CEO. I'm going to get some fucking facts I'm to back gonna do up some my research. anger. Yeah. I was right. I should be mad about this. Shouldn't have bailed you out. But dude, I mean, like, you what are they spending money on? You should it's be in like, jail. Uh, the least you could do if you're going to take away my drive through is put some people in there or inside to take over. I mean, God, it's just like... What? Or combine just, it with like a Kotaku hut. Right. <laughs> Anything. Something. Like they're just pulling back stuff from you little by little until it's just one robot banker who doesn't give a shit. Well, what do you want? Human contact from your bank? I don't know. I'm fucking I just asking a lot, wait. dude. I, I, this morning I was there. They open at nine. <laughs> you are a bank guy now. I was there. You're a dude that I goes was to the bank all the time. At nine, and I was the third person in line and still had to wait 20 minutes just to deposit cash. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, Sucks. you can do it at the ATM. You know that. Oh, uh, I don't want to, though. If you don't trust it, just try a little bit first, just and then maybe a little bit more for a second tip. deposit. Just, the tip and just in, and Yeah, then, just yeah, like that. The tips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure and tip your dentist, people. But, uh, yeah, I mean, BOA, it's tough because, man, you kind of – they're really – it's another illusion of choice thing where – Oh, dude, they got us by the balls. That's the thing is, like – you know, when you're setting up a new bank account for a, a business like we did, it was just like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're Because, I mean, they're financing it, so you absolutely have to go through them for their banking. And, and the economies like, of scale, when you go to get that yeah. loan, they, they get the best rates because they're the biggest, right. one of the biggest. You yeah. know, so, like, they're going to be sometimes a lot better on a rate-wise. It's a give and take. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of the business 101 of, of like, are you going to go for the craft place? Are you going to like craft brewery? Or are you going to get your yeah. beer at Walmart? And like, it, hey, you know, Bank you, you don't get customer service at Walmart, but you know, you're getting a better rate. Right. I mean, like it's very convenient for Bank of America. They're, they're all everywhere, you know, not serving you. That's Lots actually of locations the, to not 
give you what you want. So there used to be like, all right, so you had uh, price high low on one side, like an east west kind of thing. Uh, low, Duality high. of man. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Full Metal Jacket, The Dark Knight, and everything. And then you had product differentiation on the on the y-axis kind of thing, right? It's either a, a volume, you go by volume, or you go by differentiation, right? Luxury products. What is this? The uh, way this you is business, choose things? Yeah, this is a business 101 kind of thing, right? So you fall in line on this cross somewhere, right? <laughs> Are you getting oh, I, I a sound cue? Sure, no. The, what's interesting now is that this was like kind of business, the way it's taught, 101 macroeconomics kind of thing, or microeconomics, even. Um, and it, it's a principle everybody understands. You go to Walmart or you go to the, you know, the mom and pop shop. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets that. Uh, but my thing is, inter- what's interesting now is there's like kind of a fifth 3D layer to this that is the convenient part. Yeah. Right? And the convenience has kind of taken over and it does it has a place on top of almost all of it. Yeah, I'd say. So it's weird cuz it the guys who make the models, they don't know what to do. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like It is like a 3D thing. Forever it's now. this cross of high price versus low price and uh you know, volume or your value of the product or service is either <clears throat> it's either dupe duplicate Duplicative? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Duplicative mm-hmm. or unique, right? Right. And now you have convenience like Postmates, Uber, all these things that are disrupting the market. Orby Parker, our, uh, our sponsor of the mm-hmm. show, these things that are coming in to disrupt and maybe they're not in that. And somehow they're lower price, unique, yeah, but not luxury and they're convenient. So oh. it kind of like it flips the whole thing. Or you got places like Ikea where it's like not convenient, but it has its own other weird thing where it's right quality, We're, but you have to do it yourself. I guess it's still convenient, really. It's low it's low price. Yeah. They make sales on a lot of volume, right? Mm-hmm. Uh but it it's it is it, it's inconvenient the way they choose the property. But yeah. I would make because they do it on purpose. They try to get the lower end property wherever they, they go. Mm-hmm. That's why they're in a weird spot in every city. Yeah. Um, however, the convenience factor of not like you get furniture if you assemble it correctly, it's it worth you know, you pay five times that amount yeah. to have it built already, right. assembled already and stuff. So I don't know, it's interesting. Yeah. I just think that convenience part, I just remembered that. I read something about that and it made me think about it. Oh yeah, everything's convenience is king now yeah that's uh that's true no matter what your product or service is if it's too hard to get we're just we want things to come to us as easy as possible yeah i don't think it's a good thing necessarily but no it's not uh, as far as like you know reaping what you sow or feeling like ownership of something that you did you know it took you a minute to go get something yeah yeah, it's too easy to get stuff to your house. Because it gets in that conversation where eventually it's like free has the value of zero dollars yeah. eventually sometimes. But anyway, I thought that was interesting. Mm, yeah. Anyways, yeah, the banks are, they suck. All of them. Uh, no, Why do we even need these things, man? Well, right. Ally, I I've tr- I've wanted to look into, I don't know. I'm, it, part of me is scared because I don't know. I'm like, ugh. I don't. I need to write a list of like what I need out of my bank, really. Yeah, right. uh, it's what nerdy. Do you actually wants need? and needs, man. Yeah, and like, 
it needs i need to be able to get cash without having to deal with but it like easily around town right i don't really go out of town anymore. you'll end up with bank of america yeah it's convenient well no i've been doing uh paypal uh i have a business paypal account um mm. and this doesn't really help for personal but paypal i've been doing invoicing through that um, yeah i mean because it's be easier good. for everybody to pay sometimes yeah and it it drops immediately yeah when yeah. they pay i don't have to wait so uh yeah paypal's fairly universally accepted these days right I, I try to go what's the easiest way for everybody to pay so it's not i don't have one more hurdle to deal with yeah right or if you had a bookkeeper eventually they don't have to deal with that you're not wasting time there yeah. but my thing is like oh i looked at the you can get a, a debit card from there now yeah so i've like i looked at it i just thought it was i was curious and i was like oh i'll get a venmo card and just see what that's about and i'll get a cash app card and paypal card so i think that's interesting too and yeah in a convenience part where it's it's like uh the apple store or warby parker stores there's one here in town they don't need it but they started to go reverse brick and mortar yeah right yeah it's and then it becomes like kitschy then they become yeah, the man. an actual right. store isn't this weird well this is how, how they fun. become the man you know yeah but it's funny how that can kind of like go oh you went from disruptor like Venmo got bought out by PayPal. Now they're part of that machine. Just now, like all the others. And they're just zeitgeist. And Cash App is owned by, uh, you know, the CEO. The CEO for that is the CEO of Twitter. So it's not like. Right. It's not that. Those aren't disruptors. They're not making new billionaires. Right. I just think it's interesting how uh, some of these things reverse from e-commerce or digital to tangible. Yeah. It's weird. I I'm surprised how many places do take all these alternative, like Apple Pay, you know. Oh, Apple just came out with a card, too, well, there you for go. Apple Pay. Yeah. But, I mean, like, have you ever used your watch to pay for something? Uh, Yeah, only to see if I could do it. Right. Yeah. Beyond that, like, no. No, you never see anybody using it. I, don't, I just find it weird. It's, like, a very slow-moving situation. I thought it would be much more used. Well, we're, like, a we're always a G behind. Like Japan, uh, in right. that respect, we—I mean, we don't have panties in uh, vending machines like they do. Right. I mean, God willing, we'll get to that point, but <laughs> hopefully, we're, we get so sexually repressed, we need that. But uh, oh. right next to your Fritos, oh. can yeah. I get? Uh, are you going to the vending machine? Can I get uh, chili cheese Fritos, some <laughs> honey buns, and uh, yeah, just give me some used panties. Yeah, used, please. Please, soiled. <laughs> Even better, uh, seasoned. Where are we at? Yeah, a little bit, bud. All right, just making sure. Okay. I'm Anything watching. else you got? Um, I've got a little something, something. Okay, what you got? Well, uh, I was thinking about we. I was in our Slack channel, and I was talking about how I don't like people. I don't like people who like Bruce Lee a lot. <laughs> yeah. And how uh. I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and then I forgot there's this big controversy about Bruce Lee and his family is not cool with the way he's depicted in this movie. Right. And how is he depicted in the movie? I have not seen it. So Brad Pitt's a stuntman. He's kind of a cocky stuntman. He's Leonardo DiCaprio's a star. He's his stuntman. Okay. Basically. Uh, that's Those are the two main characters in the movie. Um, and so it's a scene where it's very Tarantino-esque. Like the setup to this scene is weird. 
with Kurt Russell coming in as a producer, talking to Leo that he doesn't want Brad Pitt on on the uh, set because he killed his wife or something like that. Okay. Right. He's referred to as a wife killer from then on out. Okay. Uh, so it's like, okay, this guy's got some bad shit going on. Right. Um, so they're setting up a scene, and it's like it's very Tarantino-esque where Bruce Lee is giving a monologue to everybody on the set that's waiting around for the scene to start. But he's telling all these people for this scene, like, how it should go down and how to respect the craft and, like, all this stuff, mm -hmm. right? Seems a very unnecessary monologue. Yeah. Like, the opposite of Al Pacino in Any Given Sunday. Oh, keep. Because that's the most necessary. Yes. yes. Um, or uh, Network with uh, Albert Finney, Brooks. I think. No, I think it's Albert Finney. I don't know. I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. Um, and so that's Finally a necessary. Enough. One of the best movies ever. Okay. It's actually probably has more to do with what's going on right now than any other time between that movie coming out and present time. What? You know what I'm saying? What? It's more about like PC culture I... and censorship yeah. and what should we report as news. It's 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 a good... It's on Netflix, I think. Um, so, so Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee's given this really family. like over, over. He's he's portrayed as kind of a cocky like dick. He's like a douchebag, okay. basically okay. giving this monologue to everybody who seemingly doesn't care that much. Brad mm -hmm. Brad Pitt laughs, and then they get into like you want to fight, right? Right, and they go best two out of three, which is a weird thing to say even for 1969. Yes, <laughs> so two out of three what? Like fights, knock him down. I guess something like oh, that. Get okay. him on the ground. So the first one, Bruce Lee just jumps in the air, kicks him right in the chest. He falls over. Okay. Like he doesn't. Need, Brad Pitt doesn't even move. So that's off-putting. The second time, he does like a Brad Pitt does a judo move where he goes try that again. Grabs his leg, and judo's about using the energy of the other person sure. and flipping it around, basically using their energy to at back at them. Uh, and so he basically grabs him. Pulls him, throws him into this car, has a huge dent in it. It's super cartoony. Okay. Like a huge dent. Like right. a joke. Like Iron Man shit, right? Like throws him into this car. Um, and then... I'm really hoping... It's broken up. The description of this is important. It's pretty accurate. Story. Well, here's the deal. It, that is important because it's supposed to be seen through the eyes of Brad Pitt. He's basically... the He's telling this story. Uh-huh. But it, that's not seen in the articles that are getting posted online. That can't even be an avenue, right? So it's weird that there's a big controversy and the Bruce Lee's family's mad, all Bruce Lee uh, fans are mad. I, so like so he just saying, looks like a douche. Yeah, but like if you if you see it from the character's perspective, he just the character themselves sees him as a douche and that's how it's right. coming across. Right. It's not necessarily what they're saying. It's Bruce Brad, Lee was it's really Brad Pitt's point of view, the stuntman's point of view. Yeah, I got it. And like he doesn't like that guy clearly. Yeah. To fight him just without knowing him. Yeah. But the family can like either the news articles that are reported, which I'm gonna say are probably poorly reported, they can't have that as an avenue. No. Um or like an option. Right, even though. Flash, and then the other part of it is, I I had this thing about it made me think about perceived value. Right, it's a big business thing. It's an overall arcing thing. I wanted to get into, and maybe we'll get into it next episode. But okay. Bruce Lee is a total pussy. Right, he was an actor. He was not a fighter. There's two guys I don't really like, and I've fought a lot of. I've had a lot of arguments with uh, friends, guy friends of mine, 
there's two guys I don't really like. It's Bruce Lee <laughs> and Jim Morrison. I think they're both pussies. Okay. Jim Morrison used to beat women. He was like five foot five, soaking wet. Okay. <laughs> Why I don't? And my buddies are like, he beat your ass. They just say that just because they got nothing. But right. I'm like, that guy sucks. I don't like him. Okay. I don't think he's that great. Yeah. Sure. In the story, no big deal. I like Steven Tyler. I get it. He's he's a little waif. <laughs> I'm not trying to line Definitely up celebrities. Ass, yeah. Right. Who to fight? I'm just saying like. I don't think he's that bad that badass. Yeah. Bruce Lee is a fucking he's a cartoon. Do not He wasn't a martial artist. He'd get his Bro, shit rocked. If he was in the UFC, he'd dominate the UFC. So every yeah. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Every guy over fifty years old fucking loves Bruce Lee. There is no evidence, video evidence at least, of Bruce Lee ever kicking anybody's ass. Now Brandon Lee? The crow? Brandon fuck Lee. yeah, he'll yeah. fuck you up. He died on the set. Yeah. So I like him. Died doing what he loved. A lot more. But yeah. Bruce Lee, I don't think, I don't know, man. It's, it's perceived yeah, value, right? Yeah, he could probably punch and kick and, you know, maybe fuck you up. But he wasn't going to beat you. Like, if you wrestled him, he'd probably be fucked. My thing is, like, if I grabbed him or got a tackle on him. Right. With, and, like, did, like, a legit free safety coming across the middle tackle on him yeah, like i probably would in a bar that. fight yeah he's not getting out of that maybe maybe he gets something in but i'm saying like maybe he's slippery but i'm not a fighter so like i'm just saying he's not a like uh he's not the shit there's a he's big not, perceived yeah. value yeah, right exactly he has built up a brand that is void of actual value yeah. he's made himself perceived value yeah We'll you know, that's this. also we'll get into this that's a episode. product of the times, too. You know, they were all yeah. nobody you can was play questioning ping pong it. with nunchucks. That, too. Is that real? Forrest Gump. We'll talk about it next episode. All right. about my sweat Good. equity? Sweat equity. Sweatequitypod.com. Bruce Lee! Money me! <laughs>